2: Let's go places.
3: Hello and welcome. It's our number two. And when you got something good, go back to it. We got something good. We're going to go back to it. That would be a Thursday night game. Now, back in hour one, we focused quite a bit on the Yinzers. Here in hour two, it's more about the Patriots. Does this victory for New England take the pressure off Bill Belichick in New England? as he is under siege. Also, what does this Bailey Zappi performance do for Mac Jones' status? Zappi was wonderful for half the game. And we'll move to basketball. Can you wrap the NBA night of the in-season tournament hoops in Vegas into a neat little package on what you're going to remember now and what you'll remember in the future? We'll get to all that right now. Here it is, our number two. A Patsy celebration. Welcome! Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere like workmates. As we know, two heads are better than one coast to coast, border to border and beyond. On the vast and rowdily powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the popper, the hot take popper. Deep in the bowels of FSR, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Headline from Western PA, play the hits, my man, play the hits. That is where the Steelers... Welcome the 2-10 Patriots in for the Thursday night special. Now, we talked earlier in the show about the fact that the the, the game went to Pittsburgh. We analyzed Mike Tomlin and his situation and all that. But uh, this, we're going to turn the focus away from the pierogi palooza. We're going to turn away from that and focus in on the team that won. Not the better story, but we're going to sidestep our way over to the New England perspective, as you know... The Patriots embattled right now as they are fighting for draft status. You probably know where I'm going, but maybe not. The Patriots picking up their third victory of the year and in theory helping calm the waters for their embattled head coach. So let us discuss. The question, does the Thursday night victory take the pressure off Bill Belichick in New England? So I've got the avenue... Super Soaker and French Soldier, and we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a jelly donut. When we had our production meeting for the show, and you know, big terms there, and then we talked about the A block of hour two. And uh, Iowa Sam told me he loves a good jelly donut, and he had an un- unpopular opinion. Iowa Sam, he said more than a Boston cream donut, uh, he, he likes it more than that. All right, so uh, anyway. I did say don- that. Does the victory take the pressure off Bill Belichick in New England? So the answer is uh, absolutely not. Number one! one. Bill Belichick, if you check the GPS, he is still lost somewhere out in the wilderness, and he's waist-deep in mud. If anything... In this bizarro world that we live in, this type of performance will actually work more as a stomach punch and a kick to the shin for Belichick. And here's why. Uh, This is a refresher course. It never shoulda, coulda, woulda been this bad if, if, we only had a quarterback. If, you know that old line. If we only had a brain, if we only had a quarterback, the, the Patriots did not have to drive the jalopy down the avenue of suck. They didn't have to go as bad as they've gone this year. The Patriots actually looked like an average NFL team. They lost several of their name brand defensive players to injuries during the season, or malfeasance where they ended up getting released outright, and yet with. The band of no names on defense, the leftover Fettuccine Alfredo in the back of the refrigerator in the Tupperware, they've been pretty, pretty good on defense. Now you say, well, it's because Mr. Trubisky sucks, and that's part of it. But last week, the, the the national media, Chris Collinsworth, has massaged Justin Herbert so much uh, that they we're convinced he's great. The Chargers only scored six points against the Patriots defense Last week. So the the point of all this is that the Patriots have played a level of defense that should have them in playoff contention. Even with all of the nuclear fallout that is around them, the offense is the issue. But where and the offense showed up for thirty minutes. Where has that been all season? Bailey Zappi for thirty minutes was rock solid. Now we will forget the second half in which he regressed to the mean. Uh, Zappi did find his inner mojo in the in the first half of the game. Now, in the second half, uh, yeah, n- n- not so much. In fact, the uh, second half numbers for Bailey Zappi. Why are you going to be negative? Uh, Bailey Zappi only attempted seven passes in the second half. That's it, seven. He was five of seven for 44 yards. That's uh, 6.2 yards per attempt. He did no no touchdowns. Pitchers didn't score in the second half, and an interception. That works out to a passer rating of 48.2. Now, my buddy Sorgia called up last hour. He had, he had Zappy fever again. He said the Patriots have now found their quarterback, and then he realized what had happened in the second half, and he retracted that statement. So Sorja did retract that statement. Good job by him. But uh, Zappy in the first half looked fine. He was making some big throws. Found Hunter Henry a couple times for touchdowns. And, and Zeke Elliott made some plays there from scrimmage. And so even in a moment where the Patriots actually look like, hey, they are not as terrible as their record would indicate, uh, the victory comes at a price. The third victory evens the books with the Arizona football team in a race for the number two overall pick. Now this, if it finishes, if both teams finish with the same record, Uh, New England and Arizona, it will come down to the tiebreaker. And the tiebreaker, if they don't play, I don't think they do, the tiebreaker will be strength of schedule. And at this moment, with the Cardinals having a game coming up this weekend, but at this moment, the Patriots would still pick second based on the tiebreaker, even though they have the same record. But that is subject to change based on the records of the teams that you played. And there's no way to determine that until all the games are played this weekend. Now, page two. What does this Bailey Zappi first half performance, the three touchdowns, do for the Mac Jones marching and chowder society? So this, it's like going to Home Depot or Lowe's and going down they have the aisle with the, with the nails. They have the aisle. with the, This is another nail in the coffin of Mac Jones with the pads. And he didn't even play. He's still taking shrapnel, even by not playing. Mac Jones defenders have argued, initially it was Matt Patricia. Blame the fat guy. It was all Matt Patricia in 2022. Then they brought in Bill O'Brien, and this guy, uh, he knows what he's doing, right? Uh, the whiz kid. Not, the, not really as a kid, but he, you know, the whiz. Uh, and uh, he's going to fix Mac Jones, and uh, that didn't work. Uh, so then they moved. It's like a moving target. Then the blame was the playmakers, and well, looky, looky here. Bailey Zappi went out there with the same super soaker water gun of playmakers and for a half a game was able to get it done playing alongside inferior players, the same players that Mac Jones has failed with. And in fact, the Patriots were even more weather beaten in this game, pigskin vagabonds, soldiers of fortune, Hunter Henry, Juju Smith Schuster, and Zeke Elliott were the three musketeers who saved the day. And it's, it's also a reminder that this is a performance-based business. You don't have to have a first-round pick quarterback out there. As I was told years ago, it's not the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. The tide helped Bailey Zappi for a half, and then in the second half, not so much. Now, final point. We're going to pivot away from the Patriots and the Steelers because the NBA held this Fugazi in-season tournament in Sin City. In Vegas on Thursday, and they had two games. The Pacers edged the Bucs, comeback fashion there, and the Lakers charbroiled, or was it air fried, the Pelicans. And so the question here, wrap the NBA night of in-season tournament hoops into a neat little package. What are you going to remember? Well, the... The answer to that question, what are you going to remember, is short-term, I will remember a couple things. Long-term, I will remember nothing. I will completely forget that I flipped over from the football to watch this, and actually I didn't even have to flip over because there was a game played early, the early game, which was Indiana and Milwaukee, and when they get together, it's, it's must-see TV. But the thought I will remember now, because I just saw it a few hours ago, was the Oshkosh Panache. Tyrese Halliburton, the kid from Oshkosh Wisconsin in the Milwaukee area goes out for 27 points, 15 assists, seven rebounds, and a partridge of a pear tree as he beat the team he's uh, from, the city he's from, Milwaukee, there, Bradley Cooper. It's a Bradley Cooper special. A star is born. The launching pad. Up, up, and away. Now, in the late game, we had New Orleans play 12 minutes of championship level basketball. And then. At the end of the first quarter, Zion Williamson called the front desk and said, can I please get not a late checkout? I'd like an early checkout. At one point early in the game, the Pelicans led by five points. They had a lead at the end of the first quarter. The final 36 minutes of the game, final 36 minutes of the game, they were outscored 104 to 59. They got outscored by 45 points. Now, it's not because the Lakers are good. Uh, you don't outscore someone by that many points if the other team is trying. And, I, and that comes from a Hall of Fame coach, the late Bill Fitch, who was coaching the Clippers when I was a young cat, and uh, he used to talk about different things in the NBA. That's one of his points. is like, If you play hard, if you play team basketball, it doesn't matter how talented you are or how untalented you are, you're not going to get blown up. You're not, you're not going to do it. Well, Zion Williamson, looking like a French soldier in this game, he and the Pelicans surrendering. And it was a Nick Van Exel one-two-three Cancun kind of a situation. So now we have LeBron, who the I guess the NBA wants the Lakers to to win this for LeBron, so they can brag. LeBron won the first ever in uh, season tournament, and Michael Jordan never won an in season tournament, and uh, Larry Bird never won, Magic Johnson never won, blah blah, and then uh, Tyrese Halliburton. For this contrived, what do you call it? It's not a championship. It's just like they made a trophy. They just decided, here's a trophy. whoop damn do NBA Cup. The NBA Cup. (laughs) <laughs> this is like the Stanley Cup. Are they, are they going to give it to the players to have pool parties with, and they can tra- they can travel around? whoopty hail! The NBA Cup. Um, are, are, are you going to hang a banner, Koopa Loop, if the Lakers win? You put another banner up there.
4: Are you sell Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, raise, raise, hoist the banner. <laughs> I'm, I'm, having, I'm having a viewing party. Is this... <laughs> this is this is big. When
3: is, is it? Saturday the championship game of this thing? I'm, is not, it, I'm not totally I would, sure. I would assume it's. Yes, I'm, I'm
4: getting the nod. It is Saturday.
3: <laughs> all right. Well, uh, there you go. Uh, unfortunately, I, I have a, a prior social engagement, so I will not be able to watch uh, this, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be riveting, fascinating, and amazing. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, you can join us here. Speakeasy rules are in effect, but we will take your calls. We'd love to talk to you. Call up, scream, shout, yell, all of that. We still have some stuff from last hour to get to the Bad Take Boomerang. Uh, we must go down uh, that road. The mad scientist is in play. The mad scientist and uh, I was talking to one of my TV friends. I now have TV friends because I have a fledgling regional cable television show, which will be back this weekend. Benny versus the Penny, and I was talking to one of my TV friends, and they were they were texting me how uh, no good deed goes unpun- uh, unpunished. Uh, something happened in television last night that absolutely embarrassed embarrassed a major broadcast entity. And we'll explain what that is all about. If you saw it, you probably know what I'm talking about. But if you didn't see it... It's quite the We'll get to that and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the 5th Hour with Ben Maller. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the 5th Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture if you will a world where we chat with captains of industry in media sports and more every week explore some amazing facts about human nature and more listen to the fifth hour with ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts
2: You've got potheads and truckers and girls that sound hot, blind folks and drunkards who give us their thoughts, but do you know by far the biggest bloviator of all, the nabob of negativity, Heads up,
5: the Ben Maller Show. Join the curious world of the Ben Maller Show online. It is pain-free and easy to do. Just follow you your host on Twitter. He's at below. Ben Maller. Maller and you can tweet at and follow our executive it's producer. He is manning the phones. Up, but he is more than just a call screener. The he is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. The it's the Coop de Justin Cooper. He's and he's at UH Bronco Fan.
4: Marijuana is a narcotic, medically and legally. It never did anybody any good.
5: And he will have the Coop Scoop on entertainment in the final hour of this very program. We'll let you know what you need to watch over the weekend. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's
3: Ben Mallard.
6: I'm not shedding tears.
3: Well, that is true. The late night drug tester writes in. He says once the Patriots got flexed out of the Monday night football game, that was all the motivation they needed to wake up and show their greatness. 100%. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati uh, wants me to give a shout-out to our former former FSR colleague here, Jay Moore, who now owns the Lakers, and Jay's doing very well. Uh, Good for Jay. I can say I I know someone that owns an NBA team. It's wild. Uh, Ryan writes and says, I think you should use the word coached very lightly in regards to Bill Fitch and the Clippers, but he did sit on the bench and collect a paycheck. Yeah. Well, uh, well, well, Bill did not coach uh, that much with the Clippers in terms of uh, he realized the team was terrible and, and all that. He did tell some great stories. He did tell some amazing stories. Uh, Ryan used to be an intern for the Clippers. He said the Iowa Minute should be renamed to the Iowa Hour. He says, Kathy and Madison wishing a happy holiday. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Yes. Did I see Kathy sent a holiday song? I got, I got to check my email here. I was going through the jokes. I did see. I, I may have a holiday
5: song as well. From you? No, no, no. Oh. From a, a listener who emailed it to me. They emailed it to you? Yeah. That's hmm. odd. Well, he, he okay. asked for Coop's email. I'm like, just send it to me. It'll be easy. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know. It's but he says, he
5: says he only listens to the final hour, so that's when he wants it played. So.
3: Okay. Well, you we got to put it in the system. It's a big technical thing here. you got to put it in the system. Uh, disposable horse napkins is back writing jokes this week. So it's going to be a big night on lame jokes, which will be coming up in another hour of the show. Not, not now. Uh, Kate writes in, says no pressure off bill Belichick. Unfortunately, Ben, the chiefs are next and the Patriots clown show will resume. (laughs) Uh, I wonder what the line on that game is. What do you think? The uh, chiefs haven't played yet. And they've got Buffalo on Sunday after losing to the Green Bay Packers. I wonder what the look-ahead line Let me see if I can peek ahead here and see if I can get the look-ahead line. I'll look at that. i got a couple of spots I can go to to see if I can find that look-ahead line. Uh, let's go to the phones while we are trying to figure all of that out. And we'll say hello to Big Daddy, who's in Maine. This is the other Big Daddy. Not to be confused with the Big Daddy in Memphis, And his constituents, we do not want his constituents confused because this is Big Daddy, the main version. Hello, Big Daddy.
7: And Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you and your crew, Ben.
3: Thank you. And happy holidays to you as well. Merry Christmas.
7: I played Santa and my wife played Mrs. Claus earlier tonight at the main veterans home in Augusta tonight. Oh,
3: nice. What kind of crowd, uh, crowd did you guys have?
7: It was awesome. It was awesome. We had a bunch of the working kids come in. We had some of the vets come over. And some nice. Some of the, it was
3: great. Yeah, I'm doing that soon, actually. I do that once a year. I play I play Santa once a year. So, I'll be doing yeah, that fun. coming up.
7: Hey, I have some thoughts on the Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I'd like
3: to yeah. share. All right. Yeah. I, I love a good hot take. I hope it's a hot take. <laughs>
7: I'm a I'm a forever Patriots fan, but don't get me wrong. I'm not going to wax poetic saying that uh, that the Patriots are back because that uh, second half really uh, showed that they had a lot of work to do.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the first half was like a, it's like a tease. You know, you go to the back when you were single, you go to the bar, and the not beautiful uh, vixen would be there, kind of you know showing you maybe a little leg or something like that. You get all excited, but it's just a tease, just a tease, Big Daddy. <laughs>
7: Like ordering the hot wings, and, uh, and then you get your your regular meal, and it's kind of bland.
3: Yeah, it doesn't. Well, that's all. Like any kind of, uh, well, not like fast food. You you look at the photos; it looks great, and then the presentation is usually disgusting when you get it.
7: Exactly. Yeah. But well, my my thoughts is I'm I'm hearing so much about the, about replacing Bill Belichick, and I can't I I still don't understand the concept of that because why would you want to replace one of the Top three best coaches of all time. It doesn't make sense to me. Who are you going to get to replace him?
3: Hackett? Well, I'll tell you. Let me let me make it make sense for you because Belichick is 71 years old. So when you get past a certain age, when you start coaching, when the team's not playing well, you're like, wow, he's too old. That's what happened. That's how, you know, that big daddy is like, well, he's too old. He's washed up. But. He-
7: I think a lot of it might have to do with the fact that uh, a, lot, a lot of their players now are a little bit entitled. They
3: don't—they don't like well, to be told what to do. Well, the, these this current vintage of the Patriots should not feel entitled. They haven't done anything. The, the teams that actually won—they—they they didn't play like they were entitled when when they had Tom Brady. Of course, they had Tom Brady. But they yeah. just have their problem is they've drafted. Players, and this is why I hate the draft. They've drafted guys that have sucked and they for year after year, and they, you know, they, everyone's like, you got to build through the draft. Well, they keep drafting guys that can't play. So, what are you supposed to do with that? I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right, Big Daddy. Thank you. There you go. The great Big Daddy. The rapid fire hot takes on the Pats. <laughs> let's Big Daddy. Yeah. Let's go to, uh, here's a guy who's a, a legend on X, Mass Hole Mickey. Great name! One of my favorite nicknames of any caller to the show on the overnight. I love the nickname "Masshole Mickey." Hello, Masshole Mickey.
6: Hey, season uh, greetings, guys yeah. from chilly twenty-degree Commonwealth.
3: Yes. Do you need tires? By the way, I know. I know a place you can get tires if you need tires. I, I know some.
6: See, I'm a little confused. You know, I got. I hit Tire .dot com. I hit Town Fair Tire. I'm like, I, I don't know where to go.
3: Yeah. Well, when I'm on the air, it's all about tire rack. That's what I uh,
6: There you go. When I go, I, when oh, I go hey. to bed,
3: I, I, I just say tire rack, tire rack, tire rack, tire, and then I fall asleep just like that. I just say it over and over I'll,
6: again. I'll check them out.
3: Some people count sheep. I, Masshole, I count tires is what I do. That's what I do.
6: I you like that tire. smell of rubber, huh? I say there's, <laughs> a, there's,
3: a, there's a Michelin. Uh, I say that's a Michelin right there, and then I say uh, that's a Goodyear, and then I just go through all the tires.
6: All right. So I'm calling about that uh oh, sorja. Bad take by Sorja.
3: No wait, is this, is this, wait, hold on a sec. Is this Commonwealth on Commonwealth crime here? You're attacking yes, another
1: Boston is. caller? It, All right.
6: Commonwealth yes, yes. Hmm. Let's go. Nobody has zappy fever. All
1: right.
6: No,
3: sorja said he had zappy fever. He said he that's our guy. He said that's the Both Patriots quarterback. Like
6: he sounds like a guy that just started to date a girl, and you know how you're all giddy and feel warm inside? That's him. Premature.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you, premature. you, you got to set, like, settle in, because once you settle in, you're like, oh, boy. What about that?
6: And so I've been a fan of the past since, you know, when they were blacked out here, and they used to show Giants games, like the old Sullivan Stadium. You know, I've been through the bad. I've been through the good, and we're in the bad right now, but. And the other thing is, there's no way the Patriots are going to even make a make a pick with that pick. They're not going to do it.
3: Yeah, that's probably true too. They'll, if, if Belichick's there, they'll trade down for value and get a couple second round picks, a third round pick, a fourth round pick, a seventh round pick. And yeah.
6: I hate to sell you thunder, but Cooper. Uh, Tweet this out. Bears are going to select Harrison Jr. first pick. That's the way it's going to go. They need they need help, and then there we'll probably get the and then we'll probably get the second pick. And and I'm hoping that they trade it for a QB that's already in the league and that's somewhat established. Because Amen. half there's what thirty thirty two teams in the NFL. There's probably six that are decent quarterbacks you're wasting your pick on drafting a qb in the first round it's a waste
3: yeah no i agree with you i i, I that's a jazz as a general i would trade i i don't want i'm done with the rookie. i know you gotta have rookies and all that that's it's I've been burned too many times. I've been I've been watching the draft my entire life and every year the every quarterback's going to be the next big thing and uh, roughly 90% of them fall on their face. So it's uh, every year. All right, well thank you. I must go. There he goes Masshole Mickey uh with the the hot take there. What a hot take. Yeah, so the backlash, the bad take boomerang backlash The quarterback, David Carr, he had the take of the week here. He said the Eagles should bench Jalen Hurts. (laughs) He wanted him to play Marcus Mariota so Hurts can get healthy. He must think this is the NBA. That's what they do in the NBA. But uh, former Texans players ripping uh, David Carr, saying that he used to forget plays. So they're like goofing on him. So what is this guy getting on television You know, talking about Jalen Hurts being uh, benched and all that, and Marcus Mariota playing and all that. Well, uh, Vontae Leach, uh, former NFL fullback, said that Carr used to forget the plays when they were teammates on the Houston Texans. He says, uh, short memory, huh? Ooh. Now that is Texan on Texan crime is what that is.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code Champion150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Professional welder Shayna Ford
0: used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shana's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
3: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds,
7: it was shocking.
3: I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning. It's even
5: messier than you thought.
2: United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.
6: Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for best documentary feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists.
0: You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images—they're complicated and they are human.
5: This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Now we heard Masshole Mickey say that he believes the Patriots need to draft Marvin Harrison Jr., the star wide receiver out of Ohio State. Now he is a junior. And he has told reporters, if you believe him, he is still undecided about whether to enter the NFL draft, even though he's projected as a top three pick. He says he might return, which is a weasel word, because he wants to beat Michigan.
3: Yeah, I'm sure that's his goal. I'm sure. Not turn down down millions of dollars. Yeah, exactly. It's all about the second contract. As you know, Eddie, second contract. But to get the second contract, I'm told, I don't know this, yeah. I never played in the NFL, but you have to get the first contract. That's to accurate. The second yeah. contract. That's what I've heard. So. But what do I know? Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe you can just jump to the second contract. Could it be that Marvin Harrison Jr. is trying to negotiate with the NIL people at Ohio State saying, Hey, yeah, come on, let's get Dick in Dayton and Justin in Cincinnati and just Josh and those guys, and we'll get some money together. We'll be good to go. Hook, hook hook, him up. Come on. Take care of him.
4: Ben, you could make more with NIL deals as someone like Marvin Harrison Jr. than you would make on a rookie contract in the NFL.
3: That is true. I know you love college football, Iowa Sam, but the problem is long term, if you're good, you actually cost yourself money. Yeah. Because if you of want the- more money
4: up front, I guess, sooner. If You yeah. want to stay that extra year.
3: But – the value of money today, the, uh, because of our great politicians and inflation and nobody stops inflation and the uh, the price of everything goes through the roof, uh, it just it, 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 the money today is worth more than it will be 10 years from now. Right? The value of the money only goes down. It doesn't go up because we have incompetent people. That uh, that run these things, and so that's just the way it is. So maybe you are better off just staying in college if you can make more money than the rookie well, deal. Well, I, I and guess investing yeah, that money, a top
4: huh? fi- a top five pick. Uh, I don't know what kind of for like Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't know what kind of money in the contract that looks like, but he'd he'd make a lot on a rookie contract, wouldn't he?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean he's not going to like make the the ridiculous money that these new new contracts are. But I I, I did want to mention before I forget. Uh, Tony in the Bay emailed in, and, and I was away from my watch post yesterday, and so Tony, he's our gambling guy now, and he said, picking with Tony in the Bay, and here is his pick. He wanted me to read this on the air. He said, Steelers minus six over the Patriots, Mitch Trubisky over half a touchdown pass. So that those were his two picks on the NFL game.
4: Oh, he called and- me yesterday and asked me to say that on the air, and I, I forgot
3: yeah, well, Trubisky did have a touchdown pass, so you did win that bet. And did the Patriots, uh, did they, or did the Steelers win by six? Uh, that is incorrect. They lost the game. Oh,
4: I told him that was a terrible pick. Okay. They lost the game mm-hmm.
3: outright. Uh, Tony says I wasn't able to get on the air, but I would like credit for my genius, um, and okay. I just
4: gave it to you, Tony.
3: Uh, so we might need to bring back
5: genius. Poppy. Who? <laughs> <Ooh. laughs>
3: okay. Uh, Yes, 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 yes. All right, uh, we'll take some calls. I, I did want to mention also, before I forget, the, the mad scientist, uh, Dak Prescott, there was a story out this week, I was reading this the other day, bragging, Dak Prescott, very braggadocious, that his diet and health routine, he has studied LeBron James and Tom Brady, that this is a big deal. Like, this is a big deal that Dak Prescott has followed the methods of the greats. The methods of the greats. That is what Dakota Prescott is doing. And so it got me thinking. I was like, so I I know a little bit about Tom Brady, right? The avocado ice cream, the therapeutic pajamas, the vibrating foam rollers, all that crap. I have no knowledge of anything. All that crap that he was... Pitching uh, back in the day uh, and uh, electrolytes. Remember that had twenty-five glasses of water a day, but you got to add the electrolytes. He drinks uh, Brady back in his career. He claimed he he drank two and a half gallons of water a day. Uh, so all of that, all of that, uh, according to this story, Dak Prescott just is uh, a disciple. He's he's into the whole dogma thing and. And LeBron James has bragged about how he spends like a million dollars a year on a personal chef or two, and I think it's actually over a million. I think it's probably closer to $2 now because of inflation. Uh, He's got the chef. He's got an army of trainers. Whenever he needs them, he's good to go. And so uh, is Dak doing all that? And uh, and by the way, you don't need to do that because uh, you look around, there's guys that didn't do any of that and had fine careers. And made a lot of money and were successful. Like Kirk Cousins, who's just as good as Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, he's like raising canes. And he's had a good career.
4: He does sleep in a sleep number bed, though, Ben. I mean,
3: you know. Well, that's because he gets it for free for so the NFL. But so does Dak. NFL, Please. I mean, they, it's you good know, sleep. pay for it. Uh, it. It is good. Sleep number, we were a sponsor a while back. It was could, good a few years ago. Yeah, when back when they paid for commercials here on our show, it was very good. And it could be good again if they contact our sales department. It would be very good. So I had a, a TV friend, real quick, so a TV friend sends me a message here, and he's explaining how you know, no good deed goes unpunished. So the NBA marketing people said, this is such a big night, this in-season tournament. We're going to combine the broadcast teams of the NBA. It's, it's like when I was a kid, there was an episode of the Jetsons and the Flintstones, which are big cartoons because I'm old and they combined the shows, and it was like a big deal, right? It's a big deal, and they call it the crossover. They call it the crossover. You combine a couple of the shows, and man, it's, it's, it's wild. So they combined ESPN's NBA crew and TNT's crew, and as a friend of mine who works in television texts me, uh, what an embarrassment for ESPN as Charles Barkley absolutely – Uh, It showed the world why uh, TNT is light years ahead of ESPN's NBA coverage, and it's not even uh, close. From Barkley threatening to kick Stephen A. Smith's ass, our former morning guy, to Barkley shouting at Bob Myers, the former GM of the Golden State Warriors, giving him credit for jumping off the Titanic before it sunk. And then Myers meekly saying, I have friends over there. Uh, And then uh, Barkley with the great zinger saying, Well, good, you'll see them soon. Like they're going to be fired and end up working uh, in sports television also. So it was just, I mean, it was so, so obvious how TNT, like, people actually watch TNT halftime. They don't watch the ESPN halftime. They don't. It's, it's the mute button. It's uh, go take a whiz, go get a sandwich. It's, it's that. It's not, you know, watch that. The TNT team, mostly because of Barkley, Uh, But the others as well, Kenny Smith, Shaq's been fine, and EJ, and so much better. It's uh, just an embarrassing time because ESPN spends a lot of money on their halftime, and they're just terrible. I mean, those people suck. They're bad at their jobs. All right, it is the Bane Maller Show. We're going to have Maller to the third degree. We'll get to that coming up. And here is the Insta trivia. This past weekend, or this coming weekend, I should say, this coming weekend, 49er system quarterback Brock Purdy can become the fourth quarterback in NFL history with a completion percentage of 70 or higher in seven consecutive games within a season in NFL history. Now, if he does that, he would join Joe Montana, Drew Brees, and Blank as the only quarterbacks to accomplish that. Again, Brock Purdy this weekend can become the fourth quarterback in NFL history. System guy to complete... 70% or better of his passes in what will become his seventh consecutive game. He would join Joe Montana, Drew Brees, and Blank as the only quarterbacks to accomplish that. That's the Insta Trivia. The answer. Next.
4: I'm not a system player. I am a
3: system. That's right, James. The beard. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You can listen
5: to the Ben Maller Show how you want, when you want, with podcasting. Some P ones find themselves binge listening to classic episodes. Others like to space things out. Either way, by subscribing to the free Ben Maller Show and Fifth Hour with Ben Maller podcast, you help this overnight dinghy stay afloat and annoy the executive kingpins who don't understand why you listen. And I'm live from the tire Rack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
3: Hey, I want to alert all the affiliates down the line. I did just send Coop a new holiday song that maybe we'll play next hour. It's really one of my favorites. I hope Merry we Christmas. can get that on the air. It's just, just absolutely wonderful. And next hour, also, Lame Jokes of the Week. Here's the Insta trivia as we continue playing. You got to play the hits, my man you got to play the hits. So here is the instant trivia. Uh, 49er system quarterback Brock Purdy can become the fourth quarterback in NFL history with a completion percentage of 70% or higher in seven consecutive games within a season if he uh, does it this weekend. Uh, Joining Joe Montana, Drew Brees, and blank. Uh, That is the question. What's the answer? Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining – your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more, all your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let's see. Does anyone know the answer? Because we do have Mallard of the third degree, which is currently warming up in the oven. It's almost ready to come out of the oven. Uh, let's see. Page down. Uh, page down. Rob Lowe, guest by Ferg Dog. Looks a little different than I remember. The real Big Daddy from Memphis from the Mexican John Dutton. Willie Steeman Beeman from Donkey Sausage. Phil the Drill. Yeah, we've not heard from Phil the Drill since he called in Cowboy Killer that one time, that famous call from Phil the Drill. Terry Kennedy, former random baseball player from Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, Who else do we have? Page down. Mark Malone of the Steelers, late-night drug tester. Air Bud from Courtesy Flusher. And Jed on Meds from Milkman Mike in Colorado. Eric the Actor from the Stern Show. From Alf, the alien opiner. Do you have an answer? Quickly, I need an answer. Former Chiefs quarterback Tyler Thigpen. Ah, good name, bad answer, Eddie. The correct answer, the immortal Sam Bradford back in 2016. Sam Bradford. Who knew?
1: It's Maller. How
3: about that? To the third degree. This is when Big
4: Ben gets grilled. Kubaloop. All right, Ben,
1: let me Turn get the my mic microphone on. here. Turn yeah. the mic on. Um, every
4: game in the NBA in-season tournament also counts towards the team's regular season record, except for the championship game. Ben, do you think if a star got hurt in the championship game, that would, uh, you know, like threaten, you know, if LeBron gets hurt, is that going to threaten the future of the game, of the tournament, I mean? No, no, because
3: it's good for the ratings. The ratings have been up. The, the, there's a little bit of buzz for this. The marketing people are happy, and... Uh, if somebody were to get hurt, they would just say, well, it would have happened anyway, which is kind of how you have to live your life. I mean, it would have happened anyway, but they're not going to. getting rid of this thing. They're going to only expand this thing. They're not going to get rid of
4: it. They're going to expand it and make it bigger. Next. A former teammate of Kevin Durant, whose name I'd never heard before, said in an interview this week that he thinks Kevin Durant will end his playing career in Europe. He said that uh, Kevin Durant said that to him. Could you see that happening? Yeah, but I,
3: I don't think that's a story because it'll be when Durant's washed up. He's lived a nomadic life in the NBA. I mean, there's a bunch of guys. When I, when I was younger, Dominique Wilkins, Alex English. More recently,
4: Meta World, Peace, Gilbert, Arins, a lot of guys have gone overseas and played quickly. Uh, Adam Silver addressed the feud between Scott Foster and Chris Paul. Said the way they've handled it is by talking to both of them, saying the expectation is that you're going to be professional. Ben, should they be doing more to like, make sure Foster doesn't officiate games Chris Paul's playing in?
3: Well, Coop, you didn't give me enough time to answer, so that's a bad job by you. Well, you fail. You didn't, fail. You didn't any give any enough time to ask. On. Well, you took ten minutes to turn your mic you on, on. You my God.
4: Goodness. How day. dare you? How dare you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
2: Let's go places.